G'day punters, welcome to the mailbag. Um, we're going to look at two races at Caulfield where the rail's out nine metres. Uh, the weather's, it's outstanding for this time of year in Melbourne. It's real, boys would you say it's good good tan walking weather, which yeah. we found out on the Little Birdie yeah. Pod. Little At Little Birdie Pod on Twitter, it'll be on SEN on Thursday night at 7pm. Uh, make sure you listen or just listen to the podcast, find it on Twitter, because uh, my man here, Pistol Sneaky Pete, has been caught literally red-handed doing some proper laps of the tan, hand-in-hand hand with his new love. So uh, make sure you check out that podcast. We stumped him on the show. Uh, he's been out. He's exercising. He's singing him well. We've just another one at Belmont. Uh, we're going to look at one race at Belmont, two races at Caulfield. Peter. Yes. You loved up, little man. Do you want to start at Belmont? Can you fucking stop doing that, please? Um, do you want to start at Belmont or do you want to start at Caulfield? We're not, I'm not starting this again because that was a great line. I was, to, I was really happy with how I opened that. Yeah, it was swish. Has love, has love helped you see the ponies a bit better, bro? Love? Wow. I always see the ponies well. Good. Belmont or Caulfield, mate? Where do you want to start? Let's start at the home ground advantage of Caulfield. Caulfield. We're <laughs> going to start at... We're going to do race three. Punters at Caulfield. Uh, race three at Caulfield is over the 1,200 metres. It's the benchmark 78 on the day. So that's the shitty race on the day in regard to class. It's worth $60,000. Uh, it's, it's a decent-sized field. Um, good speed. Rolling Moss, Poetic Dream, Raktoff. Ousvin, even Scottish Rogue, I Boogie, Urak, all got good enough speed. I think Lita can sit just off it. There's our speed map. Up will come the synthetic hold. Peter, um, if, would you like to add anything or just let me do this whole race, mate? Yeah, you do most of it and then I'll come on board late with a little zinger or something. Lita is a horse I want to be with. It's SP last start, $5 versus... it. I'm telling you this race since, but it was a $10 chance there. Red Core was a $21 chance that day. Right now, this race here, I am going to get $757 lighter. I'm telling you, it's around $10 mark. Ruben Blur looks real short to me with its map. Um, it's got a three and a half kilo swing. Lewis German rides, which I don't love, and that's where the three kilos is coming from, but from barrier six with that good speed outside him, he's going to cross. He just has to, all he has to do really is get this horse out of the gates. Yep. Be better than midfield, peel off, and give the horse every possible. You don't have to do very much here. This no. isn't a difficult ride. Uh, I think $7 is fair price. Uh, I did back the horse at Bendigo, and it wasn't good enough to catch reward with Return, who was blessed in run and led. The form around it's strong enough. It's, it's the fit horse. Um, it's had three starts on a soft for two-thirds. So I think it'll get through it if it does say soft, which I, I don't think the track will dry out any degree I have major concerns with the state of Caulfield as a rule yep also wasn't suited versus the uh, day last start rails were completely cast that day finished yep. in the inside lanes and that wasn't the place to base I so. thought it was good yep. last start and that was on a soft 7 at Caulfield uh, I like the throws between runs it's a race where if we were allowed to be on track I'd want to back it now and really ready and comfortable to sort of bet right up into the race there's a stack of good chances in the race if they parade it well, and depending on how the track plays, like courses like Hidden Legend, I'm telling you, don't run poorly. Yep. Um, I think Mrs. O'Malley in Ocean's 14 with a big speed and barriers one and two with no early speed, I'm happy to sort of be against them at their prices. Um, Poetic Dreams first up for a new yard. Big watch, 
Sorry, guys, that's just my uh, bet angel. Betfair.com.au, third party app, which you should all be using something like it. Let me just turn that down. Peter, anything else to add to that race? No. What other race would you like to preview today? Good, good chat from you today, mate. Uh, let's, well. let's head across to race six, Peter. <laughs> race six, Peter. Mm. It's a uh, the Lapine Funerals Handicap, 1100 metres, 100k race. Uh, we'll have a really good grip on the track by now. And to me, as I've shown you there on our speed map punters at home, and there up comes a synth hold. There's good speed here. Horses like I Am Someone, Hawker Hurricane and Ashlow, I think, have to go forward. Don't know how negative they can be on a horse like the Centurion, who can win first up, flies fresh. Uh, Tavi Run, Tavi San has a strong SP profile versus some of these. Sort of too bad to be true recently. Innkeeper's got ability, drawn one. I don't know what to do with Innkeeper. It was, it was slaughtered, I thought, last start by D Moore. Craig Williams replaces mm. him. He, Willow Road at Warnable, where I don't think he had much of a choice and he was up sort of the inferior part of the, the going. I thought D Moore was just a little bit sort of nerd, like indecisive early, which cost him the race. Um, the horse is going well. Tavi San's hard to knock, as I said. News Girl, normally you get eight, nine dollars this horse. Yeah. They've gone up three dollars. Lewis German rides from I think Barrett Ten is the perfect barrier for the horse. He just needs to sit three wide Lewis if you're watching this. You're better off being three wide no cover than sneaking for cover or just roll across and lead. But this is a very fast horse that never runs poorly. Um, and it makes the race pretty difficult to get keen on, especially anything inside the market in my opinion. I'm someone, just need to watch the market. It's a horse with proper ability. It failed last prep. It's had 217 days off um, for the Prushka camp. Not typically a first up camp, but it is a sprinter. Ashlaw's got some strong form out. The mm. last two runs have been quite strong. The format of it's good. The horse makes its own luck. Uh, Stackhouse gets back on board. I thought Snitzcraft was not suited at Warnable. Yeah, couldn't prove. I backed it. Yeah. Big odds. You'll get a good price, I think, late here. I think Regan Bayless rides from barrier eight. Um, with the blinkers on, I still think it won't be able to sit forward, even though it is a leading horse. I think it'll sit off the speed. Mm. I think it's a horse that be in the three-wide line, and if the horse is still up and about, really strong late. Yep. It was very good uh, two-back and three-back at Caulfield. Um, but the horse that interests me the most... And I am keen to back each way if you want to back it each way. I'll just have something on the snostrils because that's how I operate. But second up, number 11, never again, D. Oliver rides. As I've sort of spoken, it's a very tactical race. He's going to get the perfect run from barrier four. Uh, I know the stable's keen, in the know with the snow. The little man with the bomf head looks like a little bit of a Kendall sort of head on him for a very short man. Um... He's got the mail. This horse is going to fly on Saturday. Uh, to big odds, you can get sort of $17 right now each way all day. Race 6, number 11, never again. Peter. Perfect. Nothing else. No, really tough. Glad Come you're on. here, mate. Yep. Let's head to Belmont. Oh, hang on. I'm awake now. I've got to stop talking about you holding hands. It gets you all... You get lost in the love cloud, don't you? Come on. Back to us. Back to the punters. They watch you every week. They would need your grouse. Feed them. Just like you almost fed us that thing at Belmont that you've... Didn't really feed us, but you talked about. Come on, which race are you doing at Belmont? 
Race 8, Belmont Sprint. Outstanding field. You've got Humidor, you've got Gadding, you've got Material Man. What's Humidor doing in a sprint? Uh, first up, 1400. You'll be surely just targeting a few of those wait for age races. I think Humidor's gone. Yeah, more than likely. His trials have been okay. Um, you know, the last one was a fast time trial. It's difficult to get too much out of it because there's only small trial fields. It does seem a, um, a different world, the like West Australian trials. Mm. Is it? Is it that what it is? Like yeah. We were watching a trial together before and it, I, I thought that was, they are all awful. And you're like, this is one of the strongest trials in Perth. Yeah. They, uh, they'd probably ride them a little bit different to how they wouldn't trial them over here. A um, little bit more straightforward though. There's no... Not as many jump outs and those sort of things that you have to get your head around. Uh, anyway, look, I was with the Velvet King last start, first up in the Roma Cup. Thought he was really good. Three wide without colour for most, but I'm just apprehensive with the. I don't like it when you're apprehensive. Yeah, so. I, that self doubt can just creep in. Yeah, I'm just not Slides a little way in and then all of a sudden it's there. I and think it's he's fucking you up mentally. No, I think he's short enough. I oh. like it when you flare right up. Oh, I've got a couple here to flare up with. I think the stablemate Gadding was enormous first up in the Roma Cup. Settled oh, that, last. At an utter walk. Yeah. It was basically another trial. Yeah. Um, he draws really well in eight. Lucy Warwick can just put him pretty much wherever she wants. I suspect he'll be midfield with a bit of cover. And he'll be strong through the line. Might be one run too, too early, but he's certainly returning good order. I think the, the clear horse to beat is Angelic Ruler. Um, the horse had... Lost momentum at a vital stage in the Roma Cup. Was just enormous over the last 200. And for me, I'll be playing both of those. Gallopers, Angelic Ruler and Gatting. What price, Angelic Ruler? $5. Was the it's SP favourite. It's an utter thief, that thing. In the Roma Cup. I think the, the chain... The way, should... Gatting, the way Gatting got through the line to the, to the data, to the punningform.com.au data. Yep. It's a bit of a turn on. Yep. And it does map well, doesn't it? Yep, it does. So I think both of those horses uh, at Belmont will be well suited to Saturday. Beautiful stuff, Peter. Yep. Question time. Sure. Question from B Pearson, an email. Interested in trading using Betfair and wanted to get a better understanding of the market. Maybe Barker and Big Daddy could come on as well for this, but they probably won't want to. If you had a, if you had to guess, what is the percentage makeup of people operating on Australian horse racing markets? Whether these people are pros taking a position, rails, bookies, laying off, taking money to fill their book, trainer, stable staff, matched betters. I don't know what that is. Uh, people trading on technical information and mug money. I understand every market would be different and it would be difficult to give a confident answer, but I wanted to try and get a better grasp of the people I am going to be betting, playing against. Bo. I don't really understand that 100%, but my, honest, my belief around the market, you go first. What, what is the market made up of? How does it work? You're going to get trolled off this answer too. I'm not, I'm not putting it... We've got no idea. Like, how can you possibly have any idea of what the makeup of any market is? And it'll change depending on any race. You'll see certain races, for instance, if there's, say, $1.50 favourite or shorter, you'll see extra hundreds of thousands of dollars traded. So I think stable money comes in early before MBLs yeah majority of them are victims well I mean and they're also less likely to be using the fair to be honest well I know I'm, yeah because yeah I know like um, trainers who can get on to win like 50,000 yeah on a Sunday well you cop the information on the one hand 
No, they can get on and win 50 because they're a complete number of victims. All that too. Um, but I think the, the most of the like hot, like the trainer stuff, stable hand stuff, they get on earlier. Mm. I think the markets can get cleaned up by smarts like on a Wednesday for a Saturday early. Yep. Then it's dead. Then Saturday morning at 9am, it'll be a little bit of action sometimes, but it's not always the same. Then like 11am, there's a bit more action. So they're the three lots of smarts and they probably get smarter each time. Mm. There's yeah. like the snipers, the 9amers, and there's a couple of monsters, some big whales are going to like 11 o'clock. And the Betfair market doesn't get proper until about five minutes, even if that, like three minutes yeah. before a race. And you're swimming against every big person there ever was, but you can still find a way to make money if you're incredibly limited, just by watching the flow and getting in and getting out. Yeah. It just depends on how much risk you want to take. But everyone is pumping back through Betfair and that's why Betfair Live is a great tool to use. If a bookmaker gets heaps of money late on a horse, he puts it back through the fair. It's a really good question, but I think it would probably be a really good one to get one of the, the Betfair crew on to have a chat with you know, what yeah. makes up a market. But, and it's always evolving. Yep. And you always got to get a grip on it. So like, I think everyone's sort of still talking about has the doctor completely gone or is he not gone and, and the 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 uh, bet easy prices were like sort of a, a strength like they would take on they would be doing their own thing and they would dictate the market a lot mm. that's sort of changing right now the market's always evolving and, and yeah if you've got a grip on it, it it might not last very long but it is a proper edge to have but i don't think many people truly understand what's going on and i don't think we do sometimes i feel like we do sometimes i feel like we don't that's part of it though. I think if you thought you knew exactly what the market was doing every single time, it's a it's an awful spot to be in mentally. Yeah, because if you if you if you're dictated to purely by the market, then mm. what's the point of doing anything else? Yeah. So. I, I respect the market, but I don't. It's not the be all and end all, and I don't respect them. I respect the market much more, if it was say like a, like if you watched the show two years ago, I was. I felt like I had it figured out with weird via the market. Mm. I knew what was going to happen. And what, if, it, if it went that way, I'd be like, yep, yep, yep. And I could, I had a plan for that. Some other trainers, if it drifts, I don't care. Like Mitch Freeman, I don't care if it drifts. Yeah. Each, each sort of stable jockey, it's all different for me. Yeah, well, clearly some stables bet and some, some don't as well. Market often will take a position against certain jockeys and trainer combinations and they'll respect others. Yeah, but like some stables will be yeah. doing, will be getting help doing their mm. form from like proper judges, mm. who influence markets. Yep. So it's not necessarily. I'm not gonna get in trouble for saying it's not necessarily say Gay Waterhouse, but if Gay Waterhouse is getting her form done by some guy who or girl who the market or the corporates thought was a really smart judge, and they knew they they linked them and then he backed or she backed a Gay Waterhouse horse. They'd, they'd, they'd crunch the market. Mm. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Rugby league tonight. The great and glorious game. It's back. God's winning game. Rugby league's back. Uh, PVL has he's, he's landed the he's landed the rover on, on the moon. Mission <laughs> Project Apollo has landed. Uh, we've got Top Rope Tedeschi providing accountable betting advice via the app. Uh, if you're going to watch rugby league, you may as well be betting on it. And if you're going to bet on it, you may as well get your hand held because it's... That's the only way to bet, isn't it? Oh. You've been doing your gropers. 
and I'll be betting too. Hopefully you'll be able to get a couple more strolls in while the weather stays like it is. You never know how long it's going to last in Melbourne. Make the most of it. Yep. Before you know it, you'll be taking long walks along the jetty with, with the big book, the big bookmaker, Jonathan Wall. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm at. Oh. The missus went out of the lighty and I took Walsh out.